Welcome to the Live Long, Lead Well broadcast. I'm Dr. Mark Jones, and today we're going to talk about tiptoeing into the extraordinary. Stay tuned for today's broadcast. saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid and began to sing. He cried, Lord, save me. Tiptoeing into the extraordinary. Welcome once again to the Live Long Lead Well broadcast. I'm Dr. Mark Jones, and today we're going to talk about Peter's trek into the supernatural, into the extraordinary. You know, I know so many people criticize Peter. They say, oh, he took his eyes off of Jesus and he sank after having walked on the water. But when's the last time you walked on water? And I really want to talk about the phases that Peter went through to become a person that would eventually be used by God in an extraordinary way. Now, the first phase that all of us have to go through if we're going to be used by God extraordinarily, is you have to be chosen. You know, the Bible says many are called, but few are chosen. And I want to differentiate the difference between the called and the chosen. And the called goes like this. Whosoever will let him come. It is a general summoning of whosoever will into the will of God, into the plan of God. But the difference between the called and the chosen is that the chosen will abandon whatever they had in mind, whatever they were doing, they will turn from and they will follow. So the difference between the called and the chosen is that the chosen will allow the interruption of their plans, of their life, as I say, as previously scheduled. And that's what makes them chosen. Now, the second phase, and I sort of alluded to it just a moment ago of this trek into the extraordinary, is abandonment. Because I want you to think about something that's true to my life and anyone I know that God is using in a really extraordinary way had to give up something or in some cases had to give up someone. So I want you to think about this on this path to being really used by God. What are you willing to give up? What are you willing, like Peter, like the other apostles who turn their back on careers? They turn their back on close family units. They turn their back on prestige. They turn their back on prominence. And they abandon themselves to the will of God as they perceived it. And that's part of the process of being used by God in an extraordinary way. Now, here's the third thing I want you to consider on this trek to the extraordinary assignment, assignment. And what that comes down to is this, who will you serve? You know, when Peter first started out on his path of being a follower of Jesus, we see very clearly because the scriptures don't lie about the way humans are, that Peter was full of himself, self-aggrandizement, and he pushed himself ahead of others. And even though he was called by God, 
he put himself out front as someone superior to the other disciples or superior in his commitment to Christ than they were. And so it really wasn't about the people on the other end of the efforts that were being carried out. It was about being the one doing it and looking like the one who is most faithful to Christ doing it. When really the assignment is about serving. It is about using your gifts, your talents, your time, your abilities to serve those who are on the other end of the agenda. So the third key to really, really being used extraordinarily by God is to begin to think of things in terms of the assignment that God has given you and not what's in it for me. Now, here's the next thing that is a part of the process of being used extraordinary. Here's the question. How do you see? How do you see? You know, if God puts you in a certain position of uh, uh, political office or in a position of wealth or a position of fame or whatever it may be, what do you see the purpose of that position for? You know, is it really just about being known? Is it about having a lot of stuff? Or do we really understand that this position is for me to use my influence in a way that will benefit others and bring forth the glory of God? So how you see matters to whether God will and can use you in an extraordinary fashion. Now, here's the next key. What must you overcome? Remember, nobody who has ever been really supernaturally used by God didn't have to overcome something. And, and in the case of our featured character, Peter, he had to overcome his fear. You know, Peter was afraid to die. And that's why he was hiding out and denied Jesus, because just like the other disciples, he was afraid to die. He was afraid to be crucified with Jesus. So he had to overcome that fear and that selfishness and the things that went along with it in order to align with God's intention and be used by God in an extraordinary way. Now, another key phase of the process of being used extraordinarily is humility, learning humility. And that really comes down to correcting your self-assessment. You know, there's a scripture that says that we ought not think more highly of ourselves than we should. And that's really what correcting the self-assessment is all about. It's about being grateful that I get to be used by God, not thinking more highly of ourselves than we ought to, not making of ourselves more than we really are. So we have to learn humility. Now, another phase of the extraordinary is you've got to become a leader of change. You know, think about this. Peter went from a chosen leader, just raw, right out of the ghetto, as it were, chosen leader. But he became a leader of change. And that is, he was the individual that stood up in Acts chapter 1 when he noticed that the pattern of God was not fulfilled and that there were only now 11 disciples. It was Peter that says, no, we've got to set this back in order and pick a 12th disciple. And it was Peter that did many things in order to direct the church as to what they should do now after the ascension of Jesus Christ. So will you do things the way God wants it done? That's, that's the question for God using you on another level. And then lastly, I want you to think about this last thing, and that is the exchange. Ultimately, 
Peter went from a person who feared for his life to the degree that he would deny Christ and even with profanity. And he went all the way from that person to a person who eventually willingly walked toward martyrdom. You know, historians say that when they wanted to crucify Peter, which they did, he wanted to be crucified upside down because he didn't even feel worthy to be compared to the crucifixion of his Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So are you willing to accept the exchange that it is a life for a life? Y'all want you to think about this. Jesus died for us to live for him. And many of us get the for us part right. We get that it's all based on his work. But not many of us get the for him part right. And that is, he died for us to live for him. Meaning, our lives are over. You know, if you're going to tiptoe into the extraordinary life, then you've got to lay down your life. And as you lay down your life in surrender and humility, then the Spirit of God, the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead, will also take up your life in power, authority, and glory. Now listen, I know that you know someone right now who's tiptoeing into the extraordinary. Maybe they're at the very peak of where God wants to use them greater, but they just don't know how to cross over that threshold into the extraordinary life. Do me a favor, send them this message. Share, 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 share. Remember, if you want Dr. Mark Jones to be a part of your next event, Give us a call at 813-241-6919, extension 15. Remember, you can always find my messages on YouTube at Manifestation Worldwide. You can find me on Facebook at Simply Mark Jones. Until we get together next time, may you live long and lead well.